0: Good morning, everybody. Good morning. I tell you what, it sure is good to be in the house of the Lord this morning. Amen. Boy, I tell you what, I'm glad to be above and not beneath. <laughs> glad to be above the ground and not buried underneath it. Anybody else glad? Yeah. Oh, my. How wide. Show me your glory. You going to move to them drums? Because I, I told Anthony, I said, move to the drums today because my foot can't stomp hard enough. Sometimes I just feel it. a certain, drum, And I'm, I put Anthony on the drums. That way I won't try to yell too much. Because <laughs> I feel like that joyful noise is being made. Then I won't be like. <laughs> I still might do that, but at least I'm trying. Because it's on the inside. It's on the inside. It's on the inside. Boy, I tell you what. I want to take a second and discuss briefly what it is when we're saying glory. And the reason why I want to discuss it is because when you think of the word glory, there's probably no picture that comes to mind for you. Most likely. The word glory is Not a big word, but it is a heavy word. uh, Bible joke intended. (laughs) Glory, glory. I don't know what comes to your mind when you think of the word glory. I don't know if you think of the person who has just won a race or someone who is famous or someone who is celebrated. I don't know what comes to mind for you, but I share with you over the years, I learned a long time ago that. One thing I was certain about with God is that he is concerned about his glory. <laughs> He's concerned about his glory. He's concerned about it. So what I want to do um, in hopes that it would paint some picture for us, that it would even draw us in further into God's glory. Is I want to read several scriptures where this word glory is mentioned, that it would help. It would help maybe get some kind of picture, take some abstractness off of this word. God is mysterious, though, so, I mean, it just is what it is, but we're going to do the best we can with it, all right? So I want to start here, and just let these words hit you and see what pictures come to mind. What you might even do, David, do me a favor and grab this microphone in this stand and put it down here, just in case... We need to open mic for a little bit. Glory, 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 glory. Let me let me start with Psalm 29, three through four. And it reads the voice of the Lord is over the waters. The God of thunders, the Lord over many waters. That was good, Anthony. I have somebody who's with me. Was that G-Lo? Did you say it first? Okay, um, let me tell you something about me real quick. Let me, let me stop. One of the things, um, I'm going to use strong words, but y'all can handle strong words because y'all bridge church. I know how y'all roll. Y'all don't, y'all, you don't shy away from strong words. Um, I, I like uh, relaxed church. I like church where you are the same where you are at home, i like for you to bring that person into this space. Um, I I sometimes call this room the living room. Kind of reminds me of a living room. And, and, And I like that vibe. And as people have been coming in and joining faith with us and contributing and doing all this awesome stuff, one of the things they tell me is they like that family feel. I say, we work hard for that. That family feel. That's real. You can't fake that funk. You can't fake that phone. It's either it's it's like that or it's not. And so what I want to encourage you to do, even in this setting and in this atmosphere, is to be uh, your relaxed self. Your relaxed self. Um, We are reverent toward God. We are reverent toward God. But he's made us how he has made us. So if you if you see me doing that whole I kind of did a call response I got quiet and then people like started feeling in a little bit and I like that because we, we just at home we just at home and we're just we're just relaxed because God is going to work in the real you so I don't want you to come here and you know how you do sometimes you go to a setting and especially if it got God attached to the church you get real stiff you know and all this kind of stuff I can't stand that I'm not about that and then, um, and then, because I get to serve Bridge Church, Bridge Church is not about that either. See how that goes together? If you, if you, if you have a, a rigid and stern uh, servant leader, then the church will be that way. But I'm not that way, and I know y'all not that way. So you can just, you can just relax. You could just relax and come with me on this little ride we're gonna take. It's not gonna be long. It's gonna be strong, but it ain't gonna be long. And then, secondly. Um, I've been working with uh, us for a while on how we respond because the response will make you or break you. The response will make you or break you, and I don't like seeing you lose and miss out on opportunities just for lack of response. This is not just for a Sunday morning, this is for every day Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. I got to respond. If the invitation has been given, I have to respond to the invitation. And if you are, if you are growing in your sensitivity to the Holy Spirit, you hear he's always giving an invitation. He's always opening his arms wide. He's always telling you, you and me to draw closer to him. And all we have to do is just recognize and say yes. But we, 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 we miss that a lot. We miss that a lot. And so it's this big old grand gestures uh, gestures we be doing instead of like normal, everyday, moment to moment, just tuning in to his heartbeat and saying, Lord, I know you're here. I know you're with me. Yes. Last week, we took a moment and we said, I was doing this little drill with you to train you to give you a tool to engage in a relationship with God so that you wouldn't be neglecting God. I kept doing this. One, two, three. Yes, hallelujah. Where when you are aware of God, then you know that God is there and that he is with you and that he is for you. And regardless of whatever it is you're walking through, you're not walking by yourself. And this is real important just for Jesus followers, but it's real important because many of you are being hit really hard with anxiety. You're so aware of the thing that is making you anxious That is cutting out your ability to recognize God is right there for you, present, just inviting you into joy, inviting you into strength, inviting you into what he's got. But the anxiety is so great. It has a presence. Anxiety has a presence. Fear has a presence. And it be knock, 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 knocking in your face, knocking in your face. And you can't even hear his gentle voice. Because that anxiety is talking so loud. And what we often end up doing if we're unaware is answering anxiety instead of answering his invitation. And then instead of the church being the church, we just as afraid um, as people who have no hope. Eeh, that's just bad. It's like, no way, you was gonna show the manifold wisdom of God through the church and the church is scared too? What's the world going to do if the church is God's hope in the world? So we're we're working on responding. We're working on being verbal. Hop into it. Yes. Yes, Lord. Yes. Okay. I'm not going to wait all day. I'm not going to delay because in that delay, I'm losing. I'm losing time. And I might be provoking stress and anxiety just because I won't say yes to you. Guess I got 18 excuses for stuff. Well, I don't feel. Please don't let your feelings. Do. <laughs> <laughs> God, is so much bigger than our feelings. <laughs> so I want to say all that. And I might have to say it again for the next, you know, 50 years or so. But it's okay. Because I'm in it to win it. But we're, 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 we're a fast church. If I say this kind of thing, you, you'll get it. So last week we practiced a drill. We did one, two, three, and then we were encouraged to share um, to the Lord um, a statement. You heard somebody say, thank you for loving me. You could say, Lord, thank you for my health and strength. Those moments where we choose to be more aware of God's right now presence than we are the bills that have got to be paid, the baby's diaper that needs to be changed. That horrible fight we had with our spouse, that grandparent, or that uh, mom or dad who is in an ailing health situation. Every single moment, we're getting a chance to choose and to pick for ourselves to lead our lives. That's how I like to talk about it. I don't like being no victim. Even when I, even when things are trying to victimize me, I don't like being no victim. I like to choose. I like to be able to choose instead of saying, oh, this is just the way things are. And mm, mm, mm. I try to be, I be proactive. Adrian, you know what I'm talking about? So if you didn't get to check out last Sunday, you definitely want to check it out because it's just an equipping tool that you can carry into the rest of your day. You could just take a moment and be like, oh, Lord, thank you for your health and strength. Lord, thank you for being my peace. Will you verbally say to God? He'll get you through. He'll lead you all the way through. People say, how do you do this? You got five kids. One of your kids is on the spectrum. And, and I'm telling you what I use. I'm, I'm telling you what I use. I've been crying out. I need his help. Ooh, this, this, this word today is so good. This Lord today is so good. I didn't know how this stuff tied together, but because we're in this um, time together and this presence is here like this, I was like, "Oh Lord, I see it now. I that's cool." But I'm just following along, and so um, all that to say, uh, when the Lord is doing things, be responsive. Your life could change just by quick, yes. People say, uh, well, this and that and all this. And it's like, oh, you just keep refusing the Lord's invitation, don't you? Okay, that's going to get old. That's going to get old. That's going to bite you in the butt sooner or later. That's real talk. It's like, oh, I didn't like it when it was gentle and easy. When I could have just... No, no, I just wanted just everything in my life to just be like it was falling apart before I woke up and realized, oh, if I had just said yes. Because we like to make things kind of complicated because our pride likes to defend our stupidity. All in that same row. That row is hot right there. (laughs) I don't want my church, and I say that in the most respectful way because the church belongs to the Lord, but I say my because I'm a part of this church and I thank God for this church. The Lord is the Lord and He's, he's the head of the church. I'm just what you call an under shepherd. Dennis, is just under shepherd. But I don't want my church so riddled with what's going to happen in a California election and what's going on with this, that, and the other, and all this intrigue and all this suspicion and all this so much so that we are not effective. At home and at work, out in the community, anxiety beating you up. No. No, that's not supposed to be us. That's not supposed to be us. We will say, wait a minute. I know somebody stronger than anxiety. And he's a good shepherd. His yoke is easy and his burden is light. Wait, I'm 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 gonna work this thing. I'm going to work this thing. So be be responders because you are seekers. Be responders because you are seekers. Seekers. I'm seeking the Lord. I'm crying out because I'm seeking the Lord. I'm giving because I'm seeking the Lord. I'm serving because I'm seeking the Lord. I'm doing what I do because I'm seeking the Lord. I'm pressing past anxiety. I'm pressing past the opposition. I'm pressing past whatever I have to because I know if I get to him, everything's going to be all right. You should have helped me right there. He was in it and I told him I could not stop hard enough. I almost broke my foot last Sunday. You're supposed to help me. It's the glory. I know. I know. I'm trying to do this. This poor... Y'all might have to pray for my right foot. <laughs> but we respond because we're seeking. And, and me and Pastor Jeanette would do this thing. When you ask God for something, then you got to be like this. You got to be... You got to be looking... Because I know that whenever I pray according to his will, he hears me. I'm waiting for my answer to show up. This is how a seeker does. Seeker's real sensitive. It's like, I ain't got time for all that foolishness. I'm waiting for God to come through. You can get caught up in that stuff if you want to, but I'm keeping my eyes on the prize. That's a seeker. The seeker will be the one to be crying out and don't really care what nobody thinks. Cause, hey, this is about me and the Lord. You didn't save me. I'm not scared of you. It's not about you. But we respond because we are seekers. So we shed the timid and passive parts of our personality. We shed our brokenness and our trauma because we say, God, you are worthy of the seek. You are worthy of the pursuit. I'm not going to let nothing stand in my way. I'm seeking after you. Draw me. Hey. Draw me, Lord. I'll come running after you. Draw me, draw me, Lord. When we sing, when you as you're loving, you're that's a seek. Some people, some people live. It's like they're barely living. It's because they forget you're supposed to seek the Lord. With all that you are. Pastor, how do you do that? I'm seeking the Lord. He's worthy of it. He gets me through. When I want to be small minded and short sighted, seeking him gets me through. It's the seek. So with that being said. You could go back and listen last Sunday and practice that drill. Of, Let me just take a second. And acknowledge God's presence. Lord, I bless you. Lord, I thank you. Thank you, God. I haven't lost my mind, but I could have. You know, the real stuff. You say, Oh, look. Some of y'all, I like that. Stuff. Lord, thank you for that parking spot I got right there. Yeah. <laughs> you can thank him for everything. It's like, ooh. <laughs> so let's see if we can read these scripture and see what picture comes to you of God in his glory. Let's read these scripture real quick. Psalm 29, 3 through 4 reads, The voice of the Lord is over the waters. The God of thunders. The Lord over many waters. The voice of the Lord is powerful. The voice of the Lord is full of majesty. Check out this in Isaiah 48, 10 through 11. Behold, I have refined you, but not as silver. I have tried you in the furnace of affliction. For my own sake, for my own sake, I do it. For how should my name be profaned? My glory, I will not give to another. Psalm 63, two through three. So I have looked upon you in the sanctuary, beholding your power and glory, because your steadfast love is better than life. My lips will praise you. Psalm 19, one. The heavens declare the Of God and the sky above proclaims his handiwork. First Chronicles 16, 24. Declare his among the nations, his marvelous works among all the peoples. Look at all these different little snippets and context of how glory is being used. Declare his glory among the nations, this, that, and the other. Keep going. Let me see Romans 3:23. For all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. John 1 14, and the word became flesh and dwelt among us. And we have seen his glory. glory. As of the only son from the father, full of grace and truth. Y'all helping me this morning. Thank you. Therefore, let's see, Philippians 2, 9 through 11. Therefore, God has highly exalted him and bestowed on him the name that is above every name, so that at the name of Jesus every knee should bow in heaven and on earth and under the earth. And every tongue confess that Jesus Christ is Lord to the Lord. of God the Father. Colossians 3, 3 through 4. For you have died and your life is hidden with Christ in God. When Christ, who is your life, appears, then you, then you also will appear with him in glory. Ooh. Hope y'all listening. And the good thing is, um, if you want this in a PDF, too, just reach out at info at and I'll just shoot them all to you. If, you just, if you'd like to read in your visual, I'm, I'm, I'm that way. Uh, but you can also go back on YouTube. Um, let's do Romans 15, 5 through 7. May the God of endurance and encouragement grant you to live in such harmony with one another in accord with Christ Jesus that together you may with one voice glorify the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. Therefore welcome one another as Christ has welcomed you for the glory. Amen. Of God for the glory of God. <clears throat> what you have next April? So whether you eat or drink, or whatever you do, do all. Oh, Anthony, you trying, to, you trying to catch up? Or, he's just trying to catch up. He's just trying to catch Do all to the glory of God, of God, of God. Give me some more. You have Matthew 10, 23? Negative. Let me read it for y'all. When they persecute you in one town, Flee to the next, for truly, I say to you, you will not have gone through all the towns of Israel before the Son of Man comes. And I stop this thought right here, so I want to leave that right there. I'm glad you don't have that one. There's another one I don't have up there for, um, on the screen. It's Exodus 40:34. Then the cloud covered the tent of meeting, and the glory of the Lord filled the tabernacle. The glory filled a space. A tabernacle. I don't know if the idea of glory is coming across anymore. Is it? Is it more helpful? Yeah? Yeah, Muscle manos? Yeah. Because I was like, let me just take my time. Read some more for you. Let me do Oxford's definition of glory. There's several here. High renown or honor. One by notable achievements, another rendering magnificence or great beauty, or great beauty. Then I have another one here, another scripture for you. Isaiah forty-three: seven. Even every one that is called by my name, for I have created him. For my glory. I have created him for my glory. I have formed him. Yea, I have made him. Made him for my glory. You look throughout that scripture, you see the kavad or the kabod, the shekinah, these different um, words that are used to describe this attribute this this quality of god's nature when you look it up in your bible dictionary you'll see these different uh renderings for uh this is what the glory did right here and this is how it looks like when the glory is active or present in people and i just stopped by the bridge this sunday morning to talk about the lord's glory i was calling this message or this series his glory our joy his glory our our joy One, two, three. 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 We talked about God's glory and and synonyms for God's glory. We talked about God's presence. We talked about the grace of God. What what happens when God is clearly in a place and what happens and And what we can expect when glory really, when God's glory really comes, it's because God is the one who, as we prayed this morning, is the main attraction. We have these prayers from Moses where he says, God, if you don't go with me, I don't want to go there. Because he recognized that whatever he was facing in his life or whatever decision he was going to make, he would need God's help. He would need God's glory. He would need God's favor. It would need to be clear that God was the one who was accompanying and doing this, doing this major work. Somebody say glory. glory. One, two, three. One, two, three. One, two, three. One, two, three. Yeah, just, just keep doing it from your heart. One, two, three. We talked about sometimes you, you don't have to come up with a whole bunch of different things. Sometimes there's just this part of God that we're so enamored with, our hearts, and we just keep saying it over and over and over again because it's coming from our heart. We're acknowledging his presence. We're drawing close to him. One, two, three. One, two, three. It's kind of quiet. One, two, three. One, two, three. One, two, three. One day, and I prophesy, one day we're going to have so much to say about God because we're aware of what he's doing and what he's wanting and what he's desiring. That This, this nice, sweet thing that's going on right here, this is not how it's going to be. That glory is going to break out because we're going to stop resisting the Lord. And we resist the Lord Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, and Saturday. Because we're here right now. We're not resisting the Lord, but we feel the resistance. We can feel it. But that's how we do it at Bridge. We're not proud of that. We're just calling it out so that we can be set free. If I start to go through the room, I could give you things about all of you. Just bless you, 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 just bless you. We can definitely do that about God. But we had to cultivate that kind of relationship, that kind of connection, that type of reality with God. It was like, you know what? I'm not going to even have a bad attitude when I go to work tomorrow. Because you know what? God, you're with me, and you're right here with me, and you're going to work with me. I'm not going to cuss these people out today. I'm not going to carry that dread with me because, God, you're with me. And if I got a complaining spirit, it means I'm looking more at that than looking at you. Because my complaints show that my eyes aren't on you. Hallelujah! Hallelujah! That's what the complaining shows. Where is your focus? Oh, God. What you focused on? You, you can't be looking at God like that. And God gets glory. Let your light so shine before others that they may see your good works. And I, he, the Lord is all about his glory. But, Pastor, we live in North America. We live in America. 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 And that's why we're thankful for the church because we have to be reminded about God and his glory and that's central because our, our nation, our state does not tell us and remind us about God and his glory. Check this out right here. Check this out right here. When I was studying for this, this thing hit me so good. I'm reading from the Bible dictionary that we can have online. It says the New Testament uses doxa, which is another word for glory, to express glory and limits the meaning to God's glory. Check this out right here. In classical Greek, doxa means opinion, conjecture, expectation and then praise. I was like, okay, Lord, I got it. What stops God's glory? Some of us are too opinionated. (laughs) Opinions glorify the one They come from. Now, when you look at different renderings of this word, you'll see different things because opinion can mean several different things, and, and that's fine. But for the word for the church this morning, word for Bridge Church, this is how he gave it to me. He said, tell them, don't let your opinion get in the way. you help me? I got you. <laughs> Give me a symbol or something. Yes! Repeat after me. Don't let, don't let your opinion, your opinion get, in get in the way. Now look at the person on your right hand side. Say don't let your opinion get in the way. Look at the person on your left hand side. Don't let your opinion get in the way. Don't let your opinion get in the way because your opinion, if it is not God's opinion, will stop the glory. God's worthy of glory and honor, period. He doesn't diminish him in the slightest. But for what we experience in our real everyday life, in the various areas that God has called us to, the glory gets stopped when we don't agree with God. If I don't agree with God, I can't expect to see the glory. I want to see the glory. Do you agree with God? Or is your opinion still in the way? Well, I think, well, I think, and I believe, but is, is that God's belief? Is that God's opinion? Because if it's not, it will stop his glory. He won't come in and endorse my opinion. <laughs> he doesn't endorse my idea. If I get it from him, you know he's gonna endorse it. But he's not here so that I can just have the best life that I want to have and everything's just gonna go my way. And this is how we're gonna to... No, he's here to make you look more like Jesus. He gets glory when you look like Jesus. But something has happened with the church. thought it was supposed to be for his glory that if we kept reading we could do so many scriptures we could read over glory i read a lot for you this morning There's so many scriptures we could read over glory the church exists for god's glory easy to make decisions lord does this glorify you with this church that's easy in this in your marriage whatever you got it's easy does this glorify you like really like lord that's important because if it glorifies you, there's going to be your presence. There's going to be your anointing. There's going to be your impact. There's going to be your effectiveness. It's going to be clear that you are about it. Yes, I know he liked this bridge, church. Amen. Somebody say, Glory. glory. <laughs> we got so many opinions. Don't let your opinion stand in the way. Well, you know I'm not gonna go to church because um, that person is a um, Republican, and they post these things on Facebook. And if I just, I just can't even stand to see that person. And it's like, what? Are you serious? Are you serious? Are you serious? What? You got churches don't operate no power because we got too many opinions. We are intelligent. We're informed. We're reasonable. We're smart. We're sharp as sharp can be. But we bow the knee to the Lord's opinion. We bow the knee to the Lord's what he wants. We can think and we can wrestle and we can debate and we can argue, but we're not going to let anything stand in the way of his glory. church is not experiencing the power and the glory because the church is going through disunity because well my opinion is the scripture said be careful when you think too highly of yourself be careful if you think you you know I'm just, it's like, boo, watch out. His glory, his glory is a way of talking about his standard, his will, his personality, his character, his intention, his design. And I know it's still conceptual, but I'm I'm trying to get it as close as close as I can. We talk about his glory. We talk about his character, his will, his intention, his design, his standard. He's got a standard. If you talk about his glory. I'm doing this to the glory of God, so I'm giving it all my heart, mind, soul, and strength. I'm not holding anything back. I'm showing up, and I'm not holding back i'm doing it to the glory of god i'm doing it to my best that i can holy spirit help me do this as jesus right now i'm doing it to your glory i'm doing it to your standard i don't care what anybody says about me i just want you to be pleased with my life to your glory that's the standard Me and you, we're not the standard. We try to be good examples. Thank God for wonderful examples. We can link arms and encourage one another on. But he's the standard. He sets the standard. He's the creator and maker of all things. He's the one who decides how things are supposed to go. But in our culture and in ourselves, in me, we don't like that. Well, I just think that. And it's like, well, you can think that. This is America. I love that. God bless America. Thank God. Thank God bless America. But you you can do that. But when you do that at the cost of aligning with God, is it worth it? No. Look at any area, any sector of life. We can pray for God's glory to come, for people to desire, like, God, what was your standard or your intent? What were you thinking? We can have our opinions, but the best thing we can do is take our opinions and say, does this line up with your heart? And just be rigorous about it be rigorous about, does this line up with your heart? Like, I just want to know. I really just, you know, I want things to be good. I want to be who you called me to be. And Does this line, does my opinion line up with your heart? Have I sought, am I seeking your heart? Or am I just saying, oh, well, whatever I do is fine because, you know, I'm an adult and blah, blah, blah. I'm grown. <laughs> I'm a grown man. I'm grown. I don't need to check in with nobody about nothing. That's not how you do with a relationship with God. He's a father. You know what? One of the things he loves us to be depended on. He loves to be depended on because it means that we have faith and trust in him. It's like, well, I'm, I, I, I'm, I'm looking at both sides of all this different stuff. I'm working on I'm thinking it through. But, you know, I'm still just submitting it to God. Lord, I just want your heart. 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 That's what I want. I just want your heart. I'm not trying to be right. I just want your heart. Oh. When opinions get in the way of love. not i supposed to be well I just really think well but you can still treat the person great you can still love that person you can still hug them and like them whoever it is you can still treat them as one of God's creation just because somebody doesn't agree with you or me or blah 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 doesn't mean we can act the fool all the more, all the more because of who he is. We say, well, God, it glorifies you when I treat people right. So I ain't going to treat, I'm not going to treat nobody wrong. I'm going to try to make it right. If I get it wrong, I'm going to try to make it right. His glory, our joy, God. All, all that to say, you, you, some of you are not going to agree with this, and, and that's okay. I know the, okay, so let me tell you like this. God made marriage for his glory and for those of you who are married in the room do you have the same opinion about your marriage that god does This is a glory right here. Feel that glory in the room. Do you have the same opinion about your marriage that God does? I want you to pray into that. We're all going to be praying in that together. We are about a month out from a book our church is being encouraged to go through called How We Love. By now, you should have it you know, information's information is on the website. And the workbook, we're about a month out. The first chapter of both is what we're going to need for a Wednesday, September 15th, what we call third Wednesdays at 7 p.m. Where, where, yeah, if you're married, this is a, a good, this is going to be great. It's going to be a two-year journey, two-year journey plus. But marriage is a, I'll say it this way, marriage is such... relevant thing that even if you're not married and you feel led to come into it I would like to encourage you to do that because when we go through this and as we go through this you're going to be a resource and a better resource for the folks around you that are married you might say well I'm not interested in being married I'm not married okay that's fine but are you connected to anybody who's married Do you want to be able to recommend a resource? And because the book deals with men and women issues, the way we're going to set those times up when we meet together every third Wednesday is going to be beneficial if you're married or not. And once you go through the book, and some of you already have you going through it, you see like, oh, I can totally see how this makes sense, how we can all go through a marriage book together. Something else that's going to be coming up on Wednesday, on Thursday, September 9th is a Inductive Bible study group. So there's going to be some some options for us to come together and to grow and to grow together. Marriage is made to glorify God and it's for our joy. That's how he does it. And I know that as we receive more clarity on how to glorify him and how it is to glorify him. I know that he will make our joy complete. He will have us flowing, overflowing with joy so that we can pour out in these marriages the way he wants us to. It's so good. His glory, our joy. His glory, our joy, generational curses are going to be broken. You're going to break some stuff off of your family when you lean into this. (laughs) You are, I'm telling you, you're going to break some stuff off because you were obedient. Because you were seeking God's glory. It's like, I want a marriage that glorifies God and gives me His joy. I want His joy in my marriage. And then everything attached or connected to you and that's going to come after you is going to be impacted. It's going to be blessed. Because mama and daddy, or wherever you are in in that structure, you took the time to do the work. Don't be broken. They're going to say, what's going on with that bridge, church? Look at all them healthy marriages over there. What's up? <laughs> like we're we doing that marriage stuff to, the, to God's glory. Amen. We are resisting the opinion of antichrist, of anti-God, and we're saying, Lord, we are embracing what you say a marriage is. What's going on? And we're going to be able to reach people. There's nothing. Oh, I can say it like this because I'm married. But when a marriage is hurting. Gosh. When a marriage is hurting. We didn't get off into any mysteries. We're just focused on Glory. Everybody can focus in on God's glory and recognize that marriage is for his glory and for, for our joy. And the decisions that we make in these marriages that we've been called to, wow, they impact everybody who's connected to us. Man. Man. One, two, three. One, two, three. Anthony, why don't you play something real quick? Just wait in his presence. He loves to be waited on. like this, we show trust. when we want to make decisions because of our opinions, Lord, just let us hear your Holy Spirit reminding us of submitting our ideas, our thoughts, our opinions, our feelings to you. We want to see the way that you see. And we know that's possible because you've given us your spirit, you've given us your word, you've given us the counsel of your will. We know that's possible day in and day out in the life of Jesus and we see it in examples that are nearby us and Lord we want to see